I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Episode 72. Two. 72, baby. Or season two, episode, I think, 19. Because you didn't do your research again. No, I've forgotten about what I thought you said 17 last week. But no, let's go with 19. I'm going to say 19, yeah. Sure, yeah, why not? It's we 72. Get to decide. 72. Who cares? 72. I care. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> um, so today we were talking about mindfulness. Yes. We're yes. being present. We had we a, a guest wonderful on. wonderful guest. Mm. The guru of mindfulness. <laughs> what would you call yourself, actually? Like, what's your title of, like, a breath expert, mindfulness expert? Just Nicola. Nicola. <laughs> Just Nicola. Nice, I like that. I like that, I like that answer. Yeah, yeah. No, no ego in that answer whatsoever. That love was lovely. It, love it. Um, so we got in deep into that and we were talking about cacao as well. Yes. The mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely drink. Yeah, um, we had a sample. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. You're still standing? Or sitting? Mm. Yep. Yeah. For the last 24 hours it feels by We could do another podcast, great. actually. Yeah. I'm just going to go for a run after. <laughs> <laughs> run run home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing shoes. I don't care. Um, right, will we name it? Yes. Yeah, let's, let's go. Name it. Where are we going? Fr- around this side, or where are we going? I think we can start with you, Scotty. Well, yeah. you What's never it? start. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> that was right. hers. The name I would go with is Holy Cacao. Uh, that's oh, good. That ah, <laughs> I never have faith that you're going to have a good one. I never <laughs> had faith in myself until today. <laughs> So <laughs> did that just appear into your head there now? No, it's all in the car over. That's great. That mm. is very yeah. good. Okay. I don't want to say mine now. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna sing my one. Oh. It's wake me up before you cacao. Oh, I like that. I like as that well. one too. Oh, I'm just oh. not saying mine. How do you express that in <laughs> words in on a paper? Yeah. Just by letters. Music, le- music things. English. <laughs> music things. No, you just put down the words. Put notes and stuff. No, just words is good. Okay. Bertie, I've just changed mine. Oh, as no, always. you no, cannot. You can't change yours to mine now. <laughs> no. <laughs> the mindfulness guru. There you go. Oh, that's pretty plain, man. Yeah, um, it's a letdown. I'll yeah. wait to hear mine. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we can't mine insult you. You're the something guest. Something along the lines of like mindless or not breathing, but we were all breathing, so that was pointless too. <laughs> so. Okay, what um, are we? Bertie, we've lost. Yeah, we probably have. <laughs> I think so. Um, Every breath you take. Uh, yours is good too. Yours is very good. Mm. Could you merge them? No. Wake me up before you holy cacao. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There okay, you go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Excellent. I so I think, uh, season two, uh, episode 19 or episode 72. 72. <laughs> Wake me up before you holy cacao. Holy cacao. There we go. Beautiful. Can't wait to try and squeeze that one into a into oh, an infographic. So Title, yeah. <laughs> Get it every 
I love that song. Yeah, I do too. I do love that there song. I go. genuinely love that song. I love it. I wonder sometimes if it's just that you say that and you got used to saying that. No. Or whether you actually like I love it so much that my wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the alarm clock. It's like, uh, can we just play that song one more time like while we're watching the movie or something? Your ringtone. Ringtone. So good. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Thank you for the high praise, John, as always. You're welcome. Um, Bertie. We have a throwaway episode today, so the notes are gone. It's like a bank holiday Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now let me see if I can remember this I'm not going to do Irish this week Because obviously <laughs> I, I can't remember the Irish Hello everybody <laughs> There he is. There's a start It is episode 72 I believe Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. you all enjoyed episode 71 Espralo Moami Where we talked about how fantastic our mammies are mm. And how fantastic St. Patrick is Yeah, he was sorry, doesn't he? Who's more fantastic? I think it ended up being the mammies no? Yeah I think they won Ah yeah They always win um, and as always, please like, rate, share, subscribe, and follow us wherever you see the podcast, especially on Spotify. Spotify is the big thing. And also on Sp- Spotify, you can um, you can give us feedback, which I got really excited during the week because I got an email saying we got feedback. And guess who the feedback was from? Your mommy. A legend. No, <laughs> John. Oh, was it? <laughs> I'm allowed to comment feedback. on our own podcast. <laughs> So it is important to like and stuff. Uh, we did get an email during the week. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. Yeah, um, quite briefly. Um, um, D- Dina, was it? Dina, Dina. Yeah, No, we should probably look. Should we look it up? Terrible at correspondence. I'm going to take care of that from now on. Hang on a second. Because I was John. John said. Don't be giving out email address that nobody ever emails, and we actually got an email. No way. Yeah. There right, and um, what was, was the context D- of the email? D- Dina, yeah. Oh, Dina. Hi, Dina. How like are you? Thanks very much for emailing into us. I would love station. to eat in your restaurant. Um, I love waffles. Was it actually about the podcast? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, no This is the re- like we could technically say this is why we do the podcast because yeah. of that. There you go. Because so of that one email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took seventy-two episodes. There's a lot of personal yeah. stuff in there, so we can't repeat it totally. Imba- we'll embarrass Dina, but yeah. she basically said that it, good, the, the podcast uh, helps her out and stuff like that. So no yeah. way. She, in what yeah. way? She found us when she was uh, searching for something else. Yeah. We, 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 we what don't. What she searching <laughs> for? We we don't mind how people find us. No. Yeah. No. Well, fair play to her. It's great. Thanks very, 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 very much for listening, Dana. I hope you're having a lovely uh, evening. Sorry. I love the X at the end there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Are you Dana? She's um, she, she's Dana waiting for uh, the next episode. You're you're the reason we do this. <laughs> what um, what age demographic? Uh, can we say that? No. She's seventy something. Alone. <laughs> she's seventy something. Well, uh, by mm. my investigation skills, her email has uh, fifty-one on it. Ah. So usually that's people's year or age. So it's yeah. either one or the Isn't other. Is that class? That yeah. is really. Do cool. we have a certain yeah. responsibility now to not say certain things? Well, on um, well, I think she likes that we're a bit cheeky, but on um. <laughs> <laughs> the Spotify um, <laughs> graphs and stuff. So we have like our, um, is it the 34 to 40, which is our biggest graph. And now we'll have a little other graph over here, where it's like the over 50s. Okay. Uh, can we read out that email? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read it out? No, no, no we can't. Can. We, can. oh, we, can, we can, we can read it. We'll out. do that in the bonus um, director's okay. cut. Okay. Maybe we'll, <laughs> do, <laughs> we'll do a correspondence section maybe next okay. week. Yes. Um, <laughs> as, as always, when we have a guest, guest we, we always uh. fail to... Um, to introduce them. Right, Bertie, oh, yes. do this, man. Let's oh, do it. Oh, it's my turn, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Introductory so person. You're meant to be the okay. host of the whole thing, man. You are. Don't look at me like that. You're <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> flag behind us. The there. hostess the with the most. You're the there dude with the hat. So okay, Nicola, N- Nicola's with us um, today. Um, we wanted to even out all our male... <laughs> 
That's not, not the, the only reason. Not the only reason, Bertie. That's not the only reason. Genie, man. <laughs> um, no, so we, we've talked before on the podcast, and we keep meaning to do mm. a podcast on this, right? Mm. And as mm. is everything, we say, we're going to tag people this week. We never tag people. We're, we're, we're going to go somewhere and do a podcast, which we still have failed yeah. to do so far. <laughs> so um, we said we were going to talk something about like mental health and stuff like that, and I've seen mm. that you put up a new Instagram page, if you want to say whatever the name is. Yeah, my cacao cree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it's uh, like about breeding, mental well being and things like that. So um take it away. <laughs> so tell us about yourself, I suppose. Yeah, like um what is your background and what, what made you get into this? Yeah, so it was kind of um it came about kind of randomly, like um so I grew up with you guys and uh, we were all um just ourselves you know just mm. living life doing things out in the pubs having the crack for years and years and years and um essentially like i got to a stage in my life well actually when you're out for years and you're in the pubs mm. i suppose what that masks a lot of the time is um the darkness that lies behind that do you know so there was mm. a, a few years of suffering and then around 25 or so i got into yoga and i thought okay i'm doing yoga i'm really spiritual mm. but little did i know that that was just scratching the surface i thought i was i was more there for doing the, the fancy poses and the headstands and all that kind of stuff um but i suppose during lockdowns like most people there was further struggle and um after i had my second child i um i often joke about this but it was probably real that if i didn't find cacao to drink i'd probably just went and drank a load of wine so um i got into the cacao and breath work and breathing and like literally changed my life and i know but the like three years ago if somebody had said that to me i would have been like no, nah, you're actually lying. Mm. But um, yeah. So, um, that so was what really is it. what is cacao? It's like a drink, obviously. So yeah, we have it's it here um, with us, so we can yep. um, start to enjoy it together. So it's like so. it's like a hot chocolate, but it's not a hot chocolate at all. So it essentially, like it is the completely um, unprocessed cacao pod. Um, so the same pod that chocolate is derived from, but it's still with all its goodness in it. So it has mm. the um, highest plant content of um, potassium. There's magnesium, zinc, and all that goodness mm. promotes like serotonin, um, which is our happy hormone, mm. and anandine, which is our bliss and love hormone. Um, and it's just really good for like connecting to your heart and you yeah. know, kind of giving you that elated feeling. Quite impressed, actually. It's yeah. really nice. Do you like it? Yeah. Good. It's like dark good chocolate. Gold. It's like liquid, yeah. liquid, liquid dark chocolate. Because That's going to say liquid gold there. Well, technically, isn't it that is, what chocolate it is? is like. liquid gold. Um, the first time I gave it to my sister, we were sitting behind Trim Castle and I was trying to be all spiritual and stuff and she took a sip. She spat it out and she's like, that's fucking wrong. So I was like, anybody who likes it after that, like, that's a plus. Do you know? So I'm glad you enjoy it. That was Kelly, I assume. That was Kelly. Out. <laughs> and like, is it full of like antioxidants kind of stuff? Like, like, would you drink it next morning after a drinking session, no, or would you drink you it at night time before? It's all about. So it is a natural stimulant. There's theobromine in there, um, which is a natural stimulant, and it kind of raises your blood pressure and like opens up your arteries mm. to your heart and stuff. So it can bring on almost like if you were to have it on, a, you know, <laughs> hungover, you'd have palpitations and that kind of stuff. Do you know mm. you wouldn't want to raise your blood levels anymore after mm. that? You know, so it's, it's but it's more for. It's not just like to drink for crack. There's like a, a bit of a, a setup for it. Yeah, well, I suppose my practice with it is a, quite a mindful practice. Do you know? So I try not to like take advantage of the the plant. It's known as a plant medicine, you know, and it's it's taken quite seriously in the spiritual world mm. as such. But um, I would try to make the whole process like from chopping it up and putting it into my jar, making it every morning, allow it to be a mindful process. And it's just that mindfulness that brings us away from the distractions and the busyness in the world, you know? Mm. Um, 
so yeah I try to take time every day to sit with cacao and just allow whatever's there to come up do you know because I feel in the world a lot of our issues and troubles and stuff is from suppressed emotions or thoughts or feelings that we just don't sit with and address mm. and when we do sit with those feelings thoughts or emotions um we can greet them and um be okay with them mm. you know and work through them and accept them you mm. know because as humans we all have those thoughts yeah. feelings and experiences at different stages in our life but um yeah and is it like you're you're saying that mindfulness is obviously amazing to do and it's is this a good compliment to mindfulness are you like promoting mindfulness is the priority and then cacao is a really good compliment yeah, to it that will help you along yeah it complements loads of different modalities mm. so mindfulness is obviously a huge one that's out there at the minute and really what mindfulness and breathing and <coughs> yoga and all those kind of modalities have um, in common is that they're all about um presence you know and coming into the here and now rather than being distracted with you know the future or what has happened yesterday or mm. this morning or whatever else um so yeah mi mindful practices in whatever we do you know even here today just even connecting with our senses as we hold the cup the smell yeah. of the cacao the aromas the taste mm. texture and all that kind of stuff you know so mm. yeah starting there and then so it, it is like a there. drink that you have to put aside the 10 15 minutes yeah to drink it like yeah yeah and even the making of it you know yeah. like you have to chop it up and you put it into your pot yeah so this doesn't come like in, in like a powder like no no, no so, so it'll come in a block essentially so it's it's like picked from the tree and it's cracked open fermented under the sun scraped and pressed together into a block and i nearly wish i brought the block with me now mm. yeah, yeah. but um and yeah so you receive it in a block form and i actually should have brought a raw piece for you to taste because mm. it's really bitter like it's mm. you know 100 percent cacao you know yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. no sweeteners added um and so yeah you take the time then to add in what you want so in here i've got cinnamon and honey and that's well. it yeah yeah oh so you um add stuff into it add yourself stuff into it, melt it all down the pot and blend it up and does each thing you put in is that just like for flavor or does that change like what its aim is for yeah well it depends like more so for flavor initially um but cinnamon obviously is very good for our blood pressure and all yeah. that kind of stuff and mm. um, there is actually is salt in there which is good for um hydration yeah. and even bringing out flavor and honey just to sweeten it up because you could have spat it out just like my sister did yeah, <laughs> did <laughs> yeah so, so <laughs> if you didn't add in anything it would be the same as just off the block like yeah okay yeah pretty much and you know there are practitioners out there who will ask you to taste it and then add what you please yeah. you know but even just to honor the plant and where it's come from in the hands yeah. and the lands could you throw a shot of gin in there now hmm? <laughs> <laughs> a shot of gin or something she's a wouldn't mind a lot of botanicals nice. in that now <laughs> rosemary and herbs and stuff like that it's all about the gin with the gin and we're going to an espresso martini more mm. <laughs> yeah hmm. um, and you, you, you would you feel that this whole practice did you come into this through say the likes of yoga or or d was this your first entry into say mindfulness was this cacao yeah so i think for years i had practiced the likes of mindfulness and yoga and <clears throat> i don't think i ever embodied the um the real practice of it you mm -hmm. know so after i had my son you know you get told as a parent after six weeks everything will calm down after yeah. eight weeks 12 weeks whatever so it came to 12 weeks and i was like seen this cacao stuff online and i just said you know i know you're told never to buy dodgy stuff online but i was like feck it yeah. i'm just gonna buy the block of cacao and yeah. um, so i made it my mission to get up every morning at 5 a.m to meditate anyway but i don't think i was overly present with it so i got the cacao sat down made it and the morning i sat i just got this i said so i drank my cacao and i sat then for about 45 minutes and this just feeling of 
joy washed over my body and that's the only way I can put it and it was it was magic mm-hmm. um to the point like I ran upstairs I was like guess what just happened it was like <laughs> what the fuck did you order it's 530 um, yeah away. exactly what are you at um but it, it transformed then and I think that c- caused me to want to, to go deeper do you know to want mm. to sit more with myself to to feel all the feelings and just accept do you know so it was nearly it propelled me on the journey I suppose you know mm. uh, deeper onto the journey anyway so. mindfulness is so interesting like <clears throat> I write it out into morning routines and stuff like that and mindfulness is always brought up mm. but I just can't find myself sitting Your mind, my mind goes too wild so I just can't find myself sitting for five minutes mm. uh, what I do is I write a journal in the yeah, mornings fab. but that's uh, the most I do that's close to kind of personal kind of yeah, stuff yeah even know? that practice but is is super I would like know? to get into mindfulness mm. a lot of people even like the most successful people yeah. in the world say they do mindfulness yeah yeah um, it's, um, and that's the I hard like we live in such a busy society yeah. that it's so hard <coughs> to, for you to say I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes on my own when mm. there's stuff to do you have calls to make emails to send all that kind of stuff but you know you can be mindful in your car like some days when I don't get to meditate it's just even hearing the sounds when you're in the car feeling the seat beneath you uh, looking at the colours you know you shouldn't be really looking anywhere else except the road <laughs> but having a look around what's around and that kind of stuff so just bringing yourself into the here and now and not being too you know thinking overthinking it too much mm. do you know um, because the amount of people who say to me I just can't meditate I just can't sit still and I always feel they're the people who need it most yeah. <laughs> yeah, do yeah. you know um, Did you? so you were um, say meditating and you've done the yoga and, the, and then this complements it rather than this actually being like not a movement that's probably the wrong word but it's to add, like, this in itself, like, a drink on its own. Yeah, yeah, Just, exactly. You know. Well, now, some days, you know, I would have the drink, but and it would make my process through life, or through my days, even more joyful or it just brings greater awareness to the action through the day I could be I could have my cup of cacao and be emptying the dishwasher and I'm kind of more mindful about that process or more accepting of the process like it's probably the le- my least favorite job in the whole house yeah. emptying mm-hmm. the dishwasher but you kind of just get to a place of acceptance I think yeah and does drinking it you know connect you to the um, the peacefulness of the meditating and that's what like grounds you towards that uh, so like like you said when you're going around doing emptying dishwasher or mm. whatever you're doing and you drink it it kind of re-centers you to the time in the morning when when you're meditating with it is there a connection with it like that or is it just literally the stuff that's in it kind of h- helps you through it like yeah yeah like either or do you know like if you're if you're drinking it before i sit and meditate i'm definitely going to go deeper into my meditative practice i think you know you're going to feel a lot more essentially it's a heart medicine they say it's um, a heart healer so it will crack open your heart space be it good or bad and you know we all have those good or bad days um and uh, you know bringing you deeper into that wherever you are and working through wherever you are as well do you know so and is scientifically wise like is it spiritually wise or is there actual like ingredients in this that like that vitamins that improve your heart rate or anything like that or is it just all spiritual in the sense of um well no, there's a load of goodness and it's yeah. scientifically proven. Like, so you have your potassium. So it gives you the energy really as well. <coughs> Absolutely. And there's um, theobromine in there as the stimulant. So yeah. you might actually feel, I actually gave us a smaller dose tonight of about 20 grams. Mm. Daily I'd have about 28 grams, but a ceremonial dose, if you were sitting for maybe two or three hours in meditation, you'd have 44 grams. Two and a half, two hours in meditation. Yeah. Wow, people do yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. What, we'll that next time. what culture does this, does this um, um, originate from? from um, Guatemala. Right. <coughs> So the tribes there mm. would it would originate there, um, and this brand in particular. There's a shaman called Keith, 
who um, goes around to the farms each year and actually connects with the spirits of the, the farms and chooses then where he'll pick the cacao pods from that year. And uh, so there is a spiritual element to it mm. as well. Do you know, I suppose these people really honor the land and see this as a medicine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, there's two two aspects to it. But mm. yeah, the theobromine, it is a stimulant. So you do get that boost. So it's great for me in the morning. I'm a morning person anyway, but I would have a cup in the morning and um, I feel great. And do you drink you know? coffee? Would you have this instead of your coffee? I did cut out coffee for about a year and a half, but I think I went to this place of, oh, I'm spiritual now and I drink cacao, so yeah. I don't mm. have to drink coffee. Do you know? And there's mm. a fine line there. Mm. Um, but, and like I went, even went to that place of, oh God, I'll stay vegan now because I was vegan for about four or five years. And then I was like, you can eat and drink whatever you want mm. and be spiritual. I kind of hate the word spiritual. Mm. I think it's just about being connected to yourself. Mm. Do you know? And if you're happy eating meat or drinking coffee or drinking wine, whatever it is, any process can be a connected process. You and know? did you go vegan for that reason or was it like... No, no, no. <laughs> it was it was um, because of food intolerances. I'm actually intolerant to dairy, but okay. I was a uh, vegetarian at the time. And I said, fuck it, I'll go all out and I'll go vegan also for health reasons rather than yeah yeah mm. but promotional reasons ago then i just was like <laughs> feck it i'm gonna eat meat again so mm. yeah. um and have you yeah. noticed the difference with now that you're back eating meat again yeah absolutely yeah. and it's funny because i felt i suppose because i had that time to sit with the idea of it i felt like my body was kind of craving some nutrients do you know and i know you can take all the supplements in the world but you suppose you'd know this as well that the bio uh, bioavailability is totally different you know so when i ate red meat again you know, I, I, I kind of did, f- I do feel a boost in even mm. energetically and in the gym and that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, so definitely feeling a bit happier on it. Yeah, interesting about going back onto it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So say I was someone who didn't know anything about <coughs> meditating or, or breathing. You do stuff with breathing as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's my first kind of, how would I get into it? Because a lot of people would see it and kind of go, uh, yeah, it's a bit mm. airy fairy for me. I don't. Yeah. Or uh, and there's a lot of people struggling as well that really need it but don't get into it because Absolutely. it seems a little bit inaccessible. Mm-hmm. So what's kind of the first step? How did you get into it in the first place? What was? Well, I think the easiest thing to do is to connect to your breath, even in the here and now. We mm. breathe about twenty-one thousand times a day, but how many of those breaths do we actually take note of? Do you know? So if I was saying to anybody, just even in the car just notice the pattern of your breath and don't try to change it but naturally when you do change it or when naturally when you tune into it you actually slow it down mm. um so that's where i'd start even a couple times a day be it in the morning when you wake up just notice your pattern when you're sitting in the car before or after work do you know especially those kind of hectic or busy times of the day or the stressful times of the day if you can even just notice the breath it doesn't have to be you know i know not everybody has that hour hour and a half or wants to dedicate that time to breathe in every day um and then just simple practices like in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, out for four seconds and hold. So just that box breathing, if you imagine it like the box mm-hmm. and holding for a certain amount mm. of time. Do you know, simple practices like that can really calm you down, calm the nervous system, which is huge, do you know, and then make your make your day a bit clearer and lighter, I think, you know. Yeah. That's something I find whenever there's there's stress. Yeah. Taking that deep breath. Actually, I know you say it. You're like, oh, mm. you take a deep breath. But I think it's rare that you actually stop and go, okay, I'm actually going to take a deep yeah. breath now. But it yeah. makes a noticeable difference. Yeah, even yeah. with leadership roles that I've done, like courses and stuff like that, everything that to do with when you're in a tricky situation or you're having an argument with a staff member or something like that, to stop and go, just breathe in a few times and things will become a lot clearer and you'll mm. either take a step back or you'll know how to handle it a bit better. But yeah, not breathing is, the breathing is incredible. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, oh, I totally forgot to breathe I'll have to breathe in <laughs> <laughs> I nearly have to knock myself out that's but what I was uh, going to say when she was talking about it I was yeah. like don't tell John to yeah. think about his breathing because he'll just yeah, forget yeah. to breathe You're like oh I have to breathe 
<laughs> You've done that at um, half-time in games. You what? get the team in a circle. And Tell them not to breathe. <laughs> close, close their eyes and the deep breaths. Because there are certain games where, like, mm. I suppose you have to pick and choose mm. because it doesn't always work. But there are certain games and important games, and you know that it just needs to, like, recenter them. So you have a thing with the, with the dressing room at the start. When before you go out to a game, that's your safe space. There has been no mistakes made, and that's where you ground your team. Mm-hmm. Then at half time, if the game's not going well, you get them to do the same thing to reground them to before the game when there'd be no mistakes and no ball kicked. Mm-hmm. And I've done that a couple of times with a few different teams. Now it's one of those things I don't do it the whole time because I think it lose its significance mm-hmm. over. So in certain games, you just get a feeling on the sideline like mm-hmm. that people are either too tense or they're making too many mistakes or they're. You know, and then at half time, you just take those few seconds, and then people become more clear and say, "Well, actually, we're not doing this right, and we're not doing that, and we can be better at that." Instead of just being like complete words and pa- panicking straight away. So I've used it a few times with teams yeah, and stuff I like think that. Um, even the is it the Leinster rugby team after the the other team kick a, a try or a score or whatever get him. What do you call it? Not touch time. You're asking the wrong man. A, a try. <laughs> a try. <laughs> I'm not a rugby, fa- a rugby fan. But um, the, the Leinster team come, to come together and regulate together and they just mm. tap each other's back, take an inhale and exhale together and off they go again. Do you know? So it's mm. about regulation and it's just, yeah. I suppose it's all energetics as well. Do you know? We share mm-hmm. energy fields and that kind of stuff too. And so. I scientifically, I'd imagine what it's getting more oxygen in your brain, giving you that. Yeah, yeah. So there's different types. There's hyperventilation, uh, hypoventilation. Mm. So it really depends. Like if you're if you breathe in like breathing in, yeah, fast, like you're one. definitely bringing in a but lot. But does that more make oxygen. you m- it does. better it decisions? All the cells. Yeah, you're waking mm. the cells and all that kind of stuff. But then you can hypoventilate, so you're breathing much slower, and that slows the whole system down. And to be honest, I'm more a fan of that kind of cosmic slow breathing mm. rather than all the active Wim Hof breathing, which is fantastic as well. It has its benefits, but it's when you come to that state of just nearly almost stillness and your breath goes so slow that mm. you get to the deeper states of of the mind yeah, do you know mm-hmm. so the way down into you're also using your whole lung capacity as well because yeah your day-to-day normal breathing doesn't actually utilize the whole capacity of your lungs either absolutely yeah we probably don't breathe right you know we breathe quite shallow where we could be expanding our lungs and even our upper back and all that kind of stuff so mm. yeah it's, it's really interesting when you kind of delve into it you know mm. and you you notice differences really quickly yeah. as well do you know even <coughs> if you were doing your box breathing even set a timer on your phone for even two or three minutes each morning just how how calm your system is then as you start your day or throughout the day you know mm. so uh, you mentioned Wim Hof there do you have any mm. other um, sort of gurus that you look to like an Eckhart Tolle or any of those bios oh yeah I, I suppose I've delved into all of their work so mm. Eckhart Tolle um, What's the other guy? Deepak Chopra. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then here at home, we have great... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> There's loads and loads. <laughs> I'm well-versed uh, in my Eckhart That's new. You, you just got it today. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote it on my hand. It's one of those you know, from the cereal pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I just realised? There's no business behind breeding as in there's no business ideas did you say breeding or breathing <laughs> breathing oh there's plenty of breeding like, you know ideas. Way, like take this vitamin to make you run faster there's no no business ideas that said take this and you'll breathe easier there's no like you, there you know there's, there's always take something your nose when you're breathe sleeping easy. that open yeah. them open like like yeah, yeah but like snoring. a chemical kind of like a tablet or something like that i'm sure there's something yeah. There'll be something if there's right, not, yeah. there might be soon. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's sleeping tablets. You're a breathing Every expert, breathe. Nicola. We'll have a chat later on. <laughs> um, it's funny. We probably shouldn't need anything. Do you know when mm. we have it all inside yeah. us? So yeah. you know. 
I wonder has there been much of a change now over the last few years with COVID and the lung capacity of people and absolutely oh, yeah. and they they do say that the buteco it's it's similar to the box breathing that um, some physios have actually been prescribing that box breathing to improve the lung capacity do you know because holding your breath and even just getting the lungs to work a little bit more hmm. you know is is good as well so, so can some you get physios a pump. have been good at that can you um, get a pump hook it up to your nose and pump it. <laughs> and your your lungs will get a bit bigger and every time you do that this guy it's like work no it's like that. working out for the lungs <laughs> he's always I'm thinking, of a biz, I'm thinking of an idea he's here. always looking for an angle this lad you know the bagpipe things <laughs> yeah and if we maybe yeah. if we you install them in pubs and no, one on one each side underneath your arms <laughs> charge two euro and you'll be millionaires I tell, tell you what I, what I did get right <laughs> and um, I suffered with asthma up until I was probably in my late 20s when I bought this little thing and it must have helped because I haven't needed my inhalers touch wood in about nine years now you do grow out of asthma as well that's a possibility um, yeah that, that's a possibility Okay, it's that's it's fine. That's what happened. I grew out of asthma. <laughs> it's it wasn't what I bought or anything. I say the same thing as well. Like <laughs> I grew out of having asthma. But I think it led on to... So I bought this thing and it went into my mouth. And it was like um, a gum shield with a, a vent on the back on the end of it. Right. And I done the breathing exercises because it was meant to teach your lungs how to breathe in wow, more. Yeah. And so I used to take my peak flow. I, used to, I bought a meter. And every time my peak flow used to go oh, down, floor, yeah, right. around maybe, it usually was 550. And any time it would drop below 500, I was like, oh, I'm getting like me chest infection or me cough or whatever. So mm. I went and bought me inhalers. And then after that, my peak flow went up to over 600. And since I was around 28 or 29, it hasn't dropped below 580 right. on the peak flow. Yeah. But Rip it also helped with the breathing and the in, in actually training. So even Absolutely. when you're benching and squatting, mm -hmm. and then when I started, because obviously I was getting older, I took warm-ups more seriously before the gym. As you do. So during your your 20s, you like just go in and you, you have the time, you go bang straight in, you put the plates on, but then hitting 30, everything was starting to stiffen up. So now you warm up for about 20 minutes and the breathing in like the warm-ups and everything. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And like that, because I work out on my own, because of my own place or whatever, that's maybe what you were talking about. That would be my moment of being on my own and breathing yeah, and concentrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I find it huge for recovery. You know, and I think for athletes, it's it's fantastic for recovery, you know. Mm. Um, so that's where I'd kind of more use it as well. Even getting yourself through an exercise, you know, yeah. as if you're getting out of a heavy squat, you have to exhale to, you know, to drive up and all that kind of stuff. So we can use the breath for, for you know, lo- loads of mechanisms, loads of hmm. places in life, I suppose. That's so handy. Mm. Yeah. So there, there's a saying, I, This is it's going to sound a little bit sexist because most of these sayings are, but the saying is uh, every every man has two lives. Um, but the second one only begins when he realizes that he only has one. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that since finding mindfulness that you've had like a second life, like this is like a yeah. rebirth for you? Yeah, 100%. Um, like I often think of the younger me looking at me now being mm. like, fucking fair play to you. Mm. Do you know, um, because anyone who knew me, you know, some of my close mates would have known that there was years of just inner conflict, inner battles, darkness, depression, all that kind of stuff. And uh now, since doing this work, I was actually thinking about this on the way down, that um, I trust in something more now than just, you know, when you focus your energy on such negative things for so long, mm. that's all you, you you know, do you know? Mm. Um, but I kind of trust now in the journey of life. I I believe that we're kind of connected to something greater as well. Um, now, I'm not really holy or anything. It's not like God, mm. you know, um, but... Yeah, I kind of trust even in the flow of life. So, yeah, absolutely. I feel like I have a totally new outlook in life. And actually, I'll tell you a fun, uh, funny story. I'm doing this. This sounds a bit mad. like, um, And I would have thought it was mad only for I experienced it. Mm. I'm doing this rebirth and breathwork training. So, again, it is all about, you know, layers of you kind of dying away and essentially rebirthing. Mm. And I had this really deep experience where... I experienced death. I know that sounds a bit bizarre. Yeah, I, I told my mom, mom's like, are you taking fucking drugs? Or <laughs> I was like, I wish, but no. It's the ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I literally experienced death. And in those few moments, everything fell away, which meant when I came back, mm. I was like, what do we need in this life? Do you know <coughs> what I mean? Like we need very, very little, do you know, except to see the beauty of now because now is all we have, you know? So absolutely, yeah, it's changed changed my outlook on life completely mm. i think there was like a death of of ego and stuff like absolutely. that absolutely and, and i think we live in society we live so much in the ego because everybody wants to be better than this or mm. have this car or this big house when really that can all be taken for you in the blink of an eye you know yeah mm. none of it so matters really does it absolutely no um do you find that then there's there's practical applications because i found this as well since kind of going through a little bit of a mindfulness journey that the difference in say just standing in a, in a line in aldi there's a big queue at Aldi. Before, I would have been standing there going, oh, I'm frustrated because I have to get out here and I have to do this and mm. do that. Whereas now I'll sit there and go, well, I can't change this. Mm. Just sit here and enjoy the time because it's the same yeah. amount of time mm. I'm spending there. I can either spend it frustrated yeah. or I can just sit here and enjoy myself. <coughs> yeah. yeah. I feel that way in I traffic. Think th- I think that came with age, actually. I don't know. I'd be the same as well, like where something goes wrong and you're like, can I change this? No. Okay, no point in being annoyed. Mm. You know, if, yeah. if you can't affect any results... And it's nothing to do with you. I find me, me patients just getting a bit better. Like, there's nothing you can do. Do you yeah. imagine that our parents I- in their day would have looked at us saying this stuff now? They'd be like, what are they talking about? Mm. 
It's crazy. Like, I don't think, like, mindfulness and mental health and everything is just, obviously, it's been in the rise of, over yeah. the last, what, 10, 15 years? Um, whereas our parents' generation wouldn't have even had any of these tools to kind of yeah. go, they just would have went through life yeah. frustrated. We shut up with that yeah. kind of stuff, they'd say. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's that yeah. ridiculous stuff? It's kind of sad, Hippie. though, when you think about it. They it just is. had to push through. But, you know, <coughs> we look at our parents now and I admire them because they're so strong mm. because they did fight mm. through and they, they didn't think anything of it. You know, they have such strong mindsets. Mm. I do worry, like, our world do, we're, we're, not that we're weaker, we have weaker minds, but we are more open to it all now. Do you I know think we're living more a we're bit. We're living more, yeah. We are, yeah. we really are. We are, and we aren't though at the same time, like social media, we can get into that mm. whole mm. rabbit hole if you want. A lot of people are living in their phones as mm. opposed to actually yeah. living a real life. Yeah, yeah there's bad yeah. and good. Even yeah. in the college in Minute, um, you have three sets of first years because you have the third years who were in first year in COVID. Oh, right. And then just they were second, year. now the third, and now you're the first years. So you have three sets of people there who didn't have, like, a proper college experience. And you can actually tell because <laughs> when they come in, they're like, not that they're helpless, like, but, like, they ask stupid questions. <laughs> uh, I think, no, I think that's a generational this thing. Because this is a different <laughs> podcast to be on a rant tonight. This is a different now? episode. <laughs> but that's, I think that's generational as well. People... Say there was a, a gym instructor in in Maynooth when you went. Did you go to Maynooth? No, no, I didn't know. So say you went to Maynooth uh, at that stage, you would have asked some sort of a stupid question, and the Bertie of that day would have been like, "These first years, these 1985 God kids are guys. so <laughs> stupid." But we we have a. Uh, I'm going off topic now, but right, we we have a door that's like a maglock door that you have to scan your student card. That's got nothing to do with mindfulness. This is no, nothing to do with any. <laughs> but the stand, He's still going. No, the stand <laughs> looking at the door. Bertie, it sounds like you need I to breathe. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, Bertie, you ready? So do it. We do it. They stand looking at the door. They so they're being mindful. They're taking and, their time. And they get their student card to scan it. Then they look at the door. And you're just thinking, and they look at me over <laughs> at the desk. And I'm just like, Does that frustrate you, though? To tell you that you have to open it. They're just, just stand there and just the go thing just to open it. Just watch them be students. That's grand. Would you consider using something like this for the teams? Is that something that was... Well, as I said, I, I try to introduce, but like I wouldn't be like a lot of knowledge about it. So I've seen like little bits and brought the, the breeding at half time and calming down. And actually, one of the things I always try and say is that I learned it myself is about like results. And like it is what it is. So you'll actually enjoy it more. So like obviously when you start, I started playing 17 adult football, it was all about, you know, making the team, doing things right. Um, playing the whole time and you're pissed off and you not get played and it's their fault it's the other person's fault managers the fault and things like that but when I got into my late 20s I, I and it's what you talked about as well about not being annoyed it is what it is mm. you play you play and to the closer you get to 30 and in the 30s <laughs> where people would have told me that when I was in my 20s but obviously I didn't listen that you can see the time that you won't be able to play so every five or ten minutes mm. is more enjoyable because you're enjoying it as is. And like even a couple of weeks ago, um, we wanted to do something with, with the Offaly girls and we needed 15 on 15. So the three coaches played and like they were saying how much like I looked like I enjoyed it. But that's just playing football. And I was trying to tell them and these are 20, 21, 22, most of them. Some of them are only 18. It's like the older you get, the 10 minutes of just even messing around of being able to play football is so important and it's about enjoying it. And as soon as you get to start just enjoying it and take it, it is what it is, then you'll enjoy it far more as well, mm. regardless of results or regardless of whether you get playing or not. Like you know, It's all about the process. 
That's it, exactly. Like, you know. I feel like if you bring these kind of things into settings too much, like I worry even in, in schools, is it, is it going to be overkill? And does it turn people off? Do you know? So mm. I think maybe in drips and drabs and, and small little ways in the dressing room and that kind of stuff and enjoying the process is, is nearly more important, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, w- when you were meditating, or maybe you do this now still, but do you use that technique, the scan, you know, the body scan? Yeah. You, yeah, stu- you still yeah, use that? Yeah, and I know it seems like such a basic thing to do, but when you check in with where you're holding tension, mm. you know, and it tends then, like for me, it's always my shoulders, my upper body, and that's where I get injuries most often. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So um, that that's even a very uh, like simple tool to do when you're checking in with your breath and just bring your breath to those areas and just relax when mm. when you can, you know. Yeah, that's a useful. Mm. One. Wh- what do you what do you what do you want to go? What? 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 Do you know what? 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 Never what? No. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I want to rant about something. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> what do you think is the future of mindfulness? Is in is it going to be more in our culture? Is it going to be like the next generation? Is mindfulness going to be the next? You know, you wake up and you're just mindfulness straight away, or do you think it's always going to be this niche? Yeah, it's hard to tell, actually. Generation. I think it's, it's definitely going to grow more. Mm. Um, I think even the likes of our parents will, you know, maybe practice a little bit more. Like, I know with, my, like, our parents, mm. they see me now doing it. My sister is kind of into it now as well. And mom is definitely dipping her toe a little bit. They might change completely. Yeah. Like, you know, they've lived their lives and, and done whatever they needed to get to where they are. But um, it's now being brought into schools and, mm. and, and all that kind of stuff. Well-being is huge, I you know? can't so imagine telling my father about mindfulness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can only, Im- I can't even imagine. He'd be like, what yeah. is this? But you know what I've learned as well is that you can't tell people. If they see you mm. yeah, yeah. And, and you're embodying this, you yeah. know, this way of life and they see a change for the positive, you know, for the better. That's what I, gonna, I don't want to interrupt yeah. you, but yes, that's probably the biggest impact yeah, it has on absolutely. me where... Not that I'm feeling better. It's just I see people that do mindfulness. You just know they're so happy, mm. or you know they're in a different. They're like, and they almost look at people that don't do mindfulness and say, you are missing out. You've no idea mm. what you're missing out on. I still don't do it, but <laughs> I know what I'm missing out Tomorrow on. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, no, I won't. <laughs> but um, I will eventually. I will eventually. I start maybe in thirty seconds. No, or the something. journaling is great as well. Do you know, <coughs> just getting yeah. things out of your head and onto paper. That's, you know, and that's the main reason. Yeah. yeah. Then you, you close that book and then the book's on the yeah. shelf, and you're like. <laughs> All your thoughts are on that shelf now. <laughs> Do you think it? Um, it's the way it's sold that How puts people off. Like, so you yeah, think like yeah, you know you, you put mindfulness on it, but if you broke it down into obviously mental health and stuff, yeah. it's it it's been talked about more. But mindfulness ne- seems to be a, a different thing. So one is yeah. like a health concern, and wellness then is still like. I don't want to say fluffy, but like just yeah, a, ju- just a thing there. Like I think people have to find what works for them. Like you know, I like I won't lie. I'm so drawn into all these like hippies that wear all the cool stuff and have mm. you know go to mad places and connect with the spirits. I love all that kind of stuff, mm. but that can actually turn people off. People are mm. like, no, yeah. that's that's way too far. Do you know? So it's just finding the simple practices. It might even be the breathing. It could be some yoga stretches even from a chair. Do you know? Mm. Um, but. Yeah, it's each to their own, and it is still a little bit fluffy for a lot of people. But again, it's it's it like the likes of me. All I want to do is kind of carry that calmness and contentness into the world. I don't want to essentially turn your world upside down and change it completely. Yeah. Do you know? Mm. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's people don't like being preached to. I think yeah, if they see examples it. of it that's being it. used, that's yeah, yeah, if yeah. you push something too hard, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as you say, the the kids, the, my kids are twelve and and eight, and they go to <coughs> an educate together. 
uh, like non-religious mm-hmm. school like mm. um, and they practice they do yoga and they do mindfulness every day as, mm. as part it's of their yeah, yeah so like yeah. you can see it coming through it'll come through society more and more yeah um, and you'll see it bleeding in, and it's already in workplaces and stuff mm. now like so Google and stuff like that too yeah. are you intri- introducing your kids to mindfulness already yeah like it's funny I could be sitting having cacao and I'd sometimes make them a little cup or they'd be dipping their hands in and putting it all over their face but <laughs> um, do you know I think our worlds kind of coexist you know like I could be sitting doing yoga or drinking cacao and they'll be climbing over me but they see it happening do you know yeah. um, and Ren knows that, that she's my little girl she mm. knows that you know my little area she'll be like are you going meditating mom or are you doing your breathing and when she's coming out of one of her many tantrums mm. she um she'll often say to me mom will you do the deep breaths with me do you know oh, lovely. or you know when they're having big fights I'd often be shouting mad stuff you know I'm, no, <laughs> I'm always trying to say to her you can't control your brother but you can manage your reactions and I know she doesn't understand that now but mm. they're lessons well, that will. I hope that will sink in do you it know will so sink in. Yeah. yeah or I'll be telling them there's no love here at the minute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just like> <laughs> <laughs> but that will sink in the more and more you do that That's they'll it, see that you know. and they you know kids yeah. pick up on, yeah. on your emotions yeah. I'm sure I didn't know myself like two or three years ago I would have been just tearing my hair out you yeah, know giving yeah. out to them and just telling them to shut up but mm. I actually wouldn't realise that you know she's not managing herself because I probably wasn't managing myself do you know mm. so um, you kind of have to embody it for them as well you mm. know so it's sad to see that I, w- I was looking at uh, someone walking down the street not in a weird way but I just happened to catch my eye line and it was a, a mother kind of dragging a kid along mm. and like giving out to them and like mm. it was hurting them that but um just to to see that the the other side of that mm. and how far they are away from like mindfulness and what that mm. kid is going through yeah but often i think like we just never know. I, I, I often thing, think yeah. that as well. You just, you become so, I feel like I've become so much more empathetic, mm. you know, to other people's situations. And don't get me wrong now, there's days where I absolutely scream the house down as well, do you know? But yeah, yeah. I can catch myself later and maybe chat to the kids about it and we, you know, we talk about it um, and just being open in that way. So, mm. yeah, there's no right or wrong, really. Um, the, the same people that would that I'd be listening to on podcasts or whatever saying uh, mindfulness and all that, they would also be a fan of psychedelics. What mm-hmm. What's your opinion on them? Like going in, like coming yeah. out of yourself, basically, yeah, you know, all that kind of things. Like they're when I say psychedelics, people would be like, "Oh, drugs, mushrooms." But mm. I think they're coming into the real world <laughs> yeah. where um, successful people are going to take psychedelics to f- in order to find genius ideas and new business ideas and stuff. Yeah, Did you absolutely. not know that this is a psychedelic? Is this a psychedelic? <laughs> We've been coming up for hours. <laughs> I just wonder why you had those ears, the elephant ears. <laughs> We've been here for about three yeah. days, though. Where'd you get those wings? It's crazy. Um, it's such an interesting field, and I've yet yeah. to learn more about it. I have a good friend, Ali, who is, who's studying it at the minute, actually, and she'd be able to tell you the ins and outs. But there's definitely a lot we have to learn with um, how drugs can really help us mm. with our mental health. You know, a lot of this was... <coughs> potentially like legalized maybe to distract from the fact that they were actually so powerful in mm. the first place do you know um and they definitely have their their place in it but what i would say is after the the breathwork session i had that um, at the beginning of my course in Kerry with the rebirth and breathwork i don't think i ever need psychedelics to bring me to that place again you know because that ayahuasca it's really hard in your system like you could be mm. purging from all areas do you know yeah, yeah. Mm. um for just for this maybe insight into life that if you really sat with yourself for a couple of hours breathing would really bring you like peel back layers almost do you know that you wouldn't have to go through these heroin experiences either you know mm. obviously the enlightenment at the end you kind of forget all the the, the horrible stuff that goes between but um i kind of trust in the breath a lot more than i do 
It's like it's incredible. We must look into yeah, this breeding stuff yeah. more. But it's all, it's, it's, the lesson is it's all in there. Mm. It's somewhere. Either way, whatever, just, whatever way you get it out, do you know? Absolutely. Sure, um, to say, no, what, only your brain is, what, 20% being used and the likes of breeding mm. or psychedelics can it release yeah. a bit more, 10% or whatever. Or yeah, and you forget kind of whatever the brain holds, but the body holds, mm. like, all, uh, suppressed, suppressed emotions, you know, any traumas, all that kind of stuff. So you can really mm. begin to let that go as well. Mm. You, you said you're not spir- spiritual or you're not religious. Not too religious, no. Yeah, but would you would you connect more with the likes of Buddhism than say say Catholicism and that type of thing? Yeah, it's funny actually. Like, I I don't hate religion. I don't hate any religion. Um, but I, the messages in religion are what you want your kids to learn. Do you know mm. they they are what you want to embody and live by? Mm. Like my daughter's in um you know Catholic Gael school and the she probably won't go make her communion or, you know, her first communion confirmation herself. Mm-hmm. She's not um, christened or anything. But I want her to know the lessons of religion, just like I want her to know the uh, the lessons from Buddhism. Do you know? Because mm-hmm. each, they kind of all give the same message when you when you put them together. Do you know? Yeah. Um, so those lessons I want her to learn, but I don't think she needs to necessarily trust in one yeah. divine God. You know, I kind of always say to her, like honor mother earth more than anything do you know because the lessons that she has as well mm. has has loads to teach us too so yeah I that's why being that Buddhist. Mm? I, can, I can hear the buddhism <laughs> in there coming out <laughs> <laughs> there's a secret buddhist in, in, in our buddha come out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh i think on, there's buddhism. a oh sorry um i think there's a, a good connection between like because as we said about the mental health and the the, the wellness and the, because i think when you're talking about um um, like centering yourself and stuff and being okay with yourself I think that leads on to being able then to talk about things oh 100% sure, yeah. like only when you're connected to yourself are you okay with being open and vulnerable like and talk about those dark times because you know I think uh, there's a stage in everybody's life whether it's coming yet or as yet to come where we'll hit a rocky patch but being okay with yourself in those places allows you to connect with other people and honestly I've actually met probably some of the closest friends since starting this journey then you know before not that I'm not I wasn't close to my friends before but you know you meet these people who are really deep mm. and open and I love that mm. do you know yeah. I just I want to know you know how it feels how things feel do you know so yeah yeah we've only got a certain time I think on, on the earth so and you don't know when that yeah. time is going to be up so yeah, yeah if, no only, if only we could see a, a number dropping down yeah, there was a previous podcast we talked about that. There's a movie where there's a, a clock above everyone's head with a timer on it, and it just ticks mm. down, and they all know when they're going to die. Yeah, I must um, have missed that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was the one that me and John did on the Saturday without you. Yeah, that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> they do things without me, and, yeah. it, and it annoys me. That's <laughs> the, the JE podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think yeah, everyone would live their life a little bit more mindfully, um, absolutely, yeah. and they wouldn't be just kind of scratching the surface of yeah. stuff if they knew. That's you know, it. Like I, I heard um, Jamie Lee, uh, thing by Jamie Lee Curtis yesterday, and she when she turned sixty, she said, "If I was to die tomorrow, knowing that I have a pool of creativity in me mm. that I just am and sharing, mm. how would I feel?" So, and that literally just changed my outlook. Uh, you know on things yesterday so hmm. it, it's gone back now today but, <laughs> <laughs> but it really made me think you know about how are we using you know our resor- our inner resources how are we sharing them with the world you know because um it does annoy me sometimes when people say you know live live your life like it's your last day or whatever mm. and i think that's like i i think that particular quote is a little bit of bullshit because we can never live that way 
but we can live like every day a little bit better to like enjoy it a little yeah, bit more and absolutely. as you say take in the little things and even what you were saying about like being in the queue and Aldi not letting it annoy you and things like that and just letting things go it is what it is I think yeah. that's a better way to go than like you know living li- living each day as if it's your last like you know no, I, like, I, you sorry go on yeah go on oh like oh, sorry um, yeah. I, I just think some of those quotes as nice as they are to hear like we still have to live in a real world where we have to have means like we all have responsibilities we have jobs we have families and all that kind of stuff so like if I was to live my last day like I'd be gone do you know what yeah. I mean like I see his lads you know I'm jumping on a plane I'm going to mm. even though it'd probably take me a day to get there I'd be gone by the time <laughs> I arrive but yeah. uh, you know so you kind of have to be mindful of where you are and that, that, that just comes back to that presence piece yeah a touch of realism mm. uh, that's exactly what I was going to say mm. but I think it's more to, to use in, in certain situations I don't think it's like okay I've got this amount of money in my bank account I'm going yeah. on holiday it's more say <coughs> okay you've, you've had a, um, an, an argument with say your spouse mm. or you're leaving the house and you've you haven't you know left in the right way talking to the kids or mm. it's more to go okay well look as I'm walking at the store anything could happen mm-hmm. I, I might not get back yeah. here mm. so I'm I'm going to live right now as if as if I'm not going to, and I'm going to solve that problem that needs to be solved. Yeah. I'd love to do that. But I just don't have any money. What? <laughs> I need to, to say work sorry to your kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to live like that, like you know. What to be mindful and and you still got to work. You have to and concentrate and work. If you if you have care, live, you a, live really. a carefree life, you know you you lose concentration and work. But and it's, it's not it, carefree. It's, it's, it's the thing about work. You can still go to work and do your work right, but then if there's things at work that annoy you to mm. like make sure you know that well that's like just work if you leave or them at work and, like, I have yeah. mastered the leave it and work once I leave oh, that door yeah. yeah it took me years to master it my wife hasn't mastered it yet because yeah. from 6 o'clock till 10 o'clock we will talk about her work <laughs> do, you, do you not work from home sometimes never <laughs> no, don't you <laughs> no, I never do I don't know where that came from <laughs> um no, sometimes I work from the car. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a gift to be able to leave work and work because some people can't. Um, it's on so your mind off, all the yeah, way home. Yeah, yeah. destroys relationships. You have destroys to leave it and work. Yeah, really yeah. do because mm. that's why I left teaching. Really, yeah. so I was teaching for nearly ten years, and I just realised that I was giving all my energy to other people's kids mm. <laughs> rather than my own, True, my own yeah. home environment. So, well, Sarah, Sarah's a teacher as well, and I. I only really kind of seen into that when COVID was there mm. and like she meant to be like logged off at two o'clock mm. but yet you're still getting messages at like six and seven from parents and parents wanting replies mm. and all yeah, that yeah. and then mm. as you said there's other stuff that you just have to deal with which like after school like so there's no such thing as like well school is like nine to three yeah, and yeah. then you can just clock out yeah, after that especially when you have you're a caring kind of person but you just want to help I was a home ec teacher so I'd be bringing home kids cushions to be sewn do you know and <laughs> that kind of stuff mm. to help them out because they weren't going to meet the deadline do you know and really was just missing out my own home life a little bit more do you know so mm. yeah and you transitioned into what, what are you in there so now i am the performance chef in sport ireland uh, part-time so i'm there three mornings a week and then i host little workshops with the different sports and teach them how to make different meals and stuff so it's nice it's really nice Definitely. i really enjoy it such a cool job like it's really nice to see people like bonding over food isn't it like yeah. we all love sitting down and meeting yeah. people for lunch or breakfast so mm. yeah i enjoy it where's sports ireland blanche oh, blanche is yeah. 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 yeah yeah so it's nice you know and i would love to see now this is down the line because obviously anything to do with sport and athletes it's you know it has to be all research and science based and all that kind of stuff but i would love to see a lot more mindfulness and breath and you know 
there, there can be a lot learned around self-regulation, even, you know, to do with winning, losing, mm. transitioning after sport, all that kind of stuff. But Are you free on Friday? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're not free. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to bring room for that boy for the <laughs> under-14s game. That's um, a busy out. <laughs> that is coming into sport more and more now. I, like, Bertie does a little bit of... Uh, you don't do underage. Uh, no, no, no. no, no I do, I I do um, a few underage teams. And uh, a lot of the FAI's focus is more on development, mm. and winning is it isn't even brought into it like mm. to like under sixteen level really. Yeah, that's, that's, that's proper. So it's that, pushed yeah. the it's pushed more towards development and and uh, inclusion and yeah it's it's the that winning mentality. Yeah, make them into good people. Yeah, rather than yeah. good players. Yeah, but develop them as as sports people oh, of course, first yeah. of all. Um, so that's even even at, uh, in in sports, I think it's been shifted to, to more towards mind mindfulness and development, which is great. Which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah. you even see how important uh, breeding is um, in the rugby, <laughs> which you said you were a big fan of. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you look at like Owen Farrell and Johnny Sexton. Mm. I mean, they're not. It's not like people maybe that don't understand it might just think like they're just like I know showboating or doing when they're taking the penalties like <laughs> but mm. the breeding is so important because it Absolutely. I, like they're obviously blocking out noise and, and everything mm. they're going through their routine of kicking that they've done thousands of times and the breeding once again as I said like it just links you to the you know grounds you to the moment of mm-hmm. being out where there's no crowd yeah, uh, yeah you know and you're just going through your most the same with like dean rocks a good free taker mm-hmm, killian o'connor absolutely. and all these good free takers like yeah that focus you yeah know? I, I know we don't like talking about man united but um ronaldo probably one of the best free kick takers on the planet if you notice he takes a little step back into the side yeah. and then he does a big deep breath yeah and That's then he is. takes his mm. kick so yeah. you know he's if he can do it um, supposedly yeah. he does a little bit of mindfulness I'd imagine he does. Jesus, he's unbelievable. You'd have to with all the even the publicity. Do you know to calm you down? Like it's tough. Is there a difference between meditation and mindfulness? I would say no, not really, because it's just for me anyway. It's just that presence piece. It's just when you're meditating, you're you know present with if you're visualizing on something or just on your breath. Mm. Um, And mindfulness again is just being in the here and now. So do you think people are professional meditators? don't like professional mindfulness people are they kind of like <laughs> so it's like a different league are they like <laughs> I, do you know what i actually do think in some areas of the kind of spiritual realm i hate that word spiritual because you know it, it kind of has negative connotations with it but mm. um i do feel like there could be a hierarchy do you know and you yeah. can kind of see it like some people think they're above this person or that person because they do this or that mm. you know maybe meditators are better than mindfulness practitioners but mm. really it's all one and i yeah. think you know we're on we're all even as humans we're all just on the one level plane you know mm. Yeah, good answer. I think good answer. Politician. Um, I think <laughs> we we do have some repeat guests, don't we? Mask has been on twice. Uh, uh, well, once officially, ki- kind of not <laughs> the second time. He'll no. be back there in a few weeks. Um, but I think we should get you back on to talk about maybe diet and food, that type oh of thing. I'd love that. That'd be yeah, awesome. that'd be fab. That's something that we haven't really got into too much, have we? No, which not is surprising. Really. We've touched on it a few times. Yeah, we're that's yeah. even important for mental health as well. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, true. So maybe we'll do that. Definitely in dive into that in, in a few months. We'll get you back on again that'd to do amazing. that because yeah, yeah. it's not too bad coming on. To be fair, we're not bad lads. We're not done yet, though. You've got something that you want to do. It's that time, you know. It's the reason we all came Find the words that are the same It's that time to play the waffle game like what town in Australia did mindfulness happen in 1973? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Okay, I'll have to get another five ready for you then. Okay. Uh, no, what don't. Do we, no, let's walk see away then. Five. Oh, no, we? Listen, we'll just no. go. We'll go. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, right. so you have 30 seconds oh, to gosh. name the five first. The, the first five that comes up in a Google search of Irish rugby players. Oh, oh no. The <laughs> 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 clock has started. Johnny Saxon. Brian O'Driscoll. Gary Ringrose. Rob Kearney. Um, oh, what was the other one? Connor Murray. Um, I forgot them, no. Yeah, keep going. Um, oh, we can't tell you. you can't tell you. Um, Peter O'Mahony. Peter Stringer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the little fella. <laughs> time. Okay, that's your time up. Okay. You actually done quite well. Jesus, for someone who doesn't know about <laughs> rugby. Yeah. You got right. you got three. Okay. Wow. Three that's out of five. Good. That's good. Yeah, that's so class. you got Johnny Sexton, Brian O'Driscoll, Connor Murray. Okay. And then the other two that come up are older ones, you see. Okay. It's, uh, it's R- Rory Best and Keith Wood. Oh, I've heard of Rory Best. I know I wrote know Rory Best. Yeah, 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 yeah I know him, yeah. but the other lad I don't, sorry. Keith Wood. <laughs> yeah, he was he was back before like rugby was <laughs> popular, wasn't it? No, <laughs> in, that, that was in, just in the noughties. The cusp of yeah of when yeah. before O'Driscoll came through, maybe. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So you done well, three out of five. That's not bad, lads. It's, mm. it's better, than better than some of the efforts the lads give. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. I don't think we've ever had anybody that got five. No, Johnny did. What did you get five on? Uh, I can't remember <laughs> what it was, but I remember there being I a big furore about it. Well, if I'm anybody wants to listen, listen back to the last uh, 71 episodes and yeah, let I was us know. Very <laughs> when you got it. <laughs> I was not mindful that day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.